Hey everyone, welcome to Evelyn's Words of Wisdom. This is Dr. Billy J. Minton, along with my mom, Evelyn. Hey mom, how are you tonight? Oh, I'm just fine. I worked again today, and thank goodness tomorrow's Friday, and I came home and had a good uh, uh, dinner and played with the kids, and uh, and I just had a, a wonderful day. We have had a lot of fun. We had fun at work, and then uh, I came over, and we had fun at dinner time. Yes, we did. I, I enjoy you coming over, and you're just a lot of uh, laughs and company to me. Oh, boy, you keep me laughing, that's for sure. You know, Mom, today, uh, if it's okay with you, what I would like to talk about is a term that some people have heard of. They may not know what it means, and they may not understand it. But I think that it's an important thing to put out there so that people can learn about it, so they can recognize it and try to avoid it. And the topic that I want to talk about is called gaslighting. Have you ever heard of it before? Oh, yes, I have, and I've I've heard a lot about it. Do you think that's a good topic to talk about today? Yes, I do. I think people should uh, understand and, and find out the ones that's doing it to them. Absolutely. Well, gaslighting, basically, it comes from this uh, term. There was a movie back in, I think it was 1944, with Charles Boyer and uh, Ingrid Bergman, Bergman, and it was called uh, Gaslight. And basically what was happening is this man was trying to do all kinds of things to make this lady think that she had lost her sense of reality and that she was going crazy so he could steal her jewels. Oh, yeah, that's exactly the way they start out. So actually uh, what happened was is people took that term from that movie, Gaslight, and they started calling it gaslighting when someone uh, treats you this way. Now, first of all, most people that... There's all kinds of forms of gaslighting, and one of the things that happens is most of the times the gaslighter doing the the awful work is a narcissist, and what they do is is they literally get their victim, and they work on you slowly. They wear you down like a lead pencil, just slowly over time. You start doubting yourself, and you start you know wondering, well, did I do that? Did I say that? You know, you, you just can't win with the gaslighter. No, you can't. You just have to, to watch out for them and uh, pay attention to what they say to you. Absolutely. You know, even write things down that you did or uh, talk to a friend about something that they question you about. But here's a typical example of a gaslighter, okay? They have the most crazy tactics, and they use so many different techniques, and it's total manipulation, isn't it, Mother? Yes, it is. They can uh, say something to you or you can say something to them, brother. And they'll say, that's not true. It, it happened like this. And, and uh, they'll go on and everything you say, they'll, they'll turn it around or make out like you didn't say it. Exactly. I'll give you uh, an example. Um, you could go up to someone and sit down and say, whoever it is, a friend, your husband, your wife, sit down and say, I sure would like to have a conversation with you about something. And the minute you tell them that and tell them what the topic is, the first thing that comes out of their mouth, this is just an example. I don't want to argue with you. You know, that's their that's their answer to you just saying, I'd love to sit down and have a conversation with you. So what they're really trying to do is put it into your head that you are someone that picks fights with people. 
Oh yeah, that's it. That's exactly what they do. And then they'll start on and and just keep on uh, keep on till they get you. Uh, you know, when you say anything, they will turn it around and make make out like you didn't say it. Yes, and it can cause people to have a lot of depression and anxiety. And, you know, sometimes when you try to talk to a gaslighter, they will even deflect the conversation. Like you might be talking about something current with them, and they turn around and start talking about something that they think you did two years ago and try to make it current all of a sudden and deflect the conversation. And it's hard to keep them on track because they always want you to think that you're always wrong, you can't do anything right, and, and everything that you say is is almost insanity. Oh yeah, that's that's exactly the way they do. And if you if you do you know anything, or they can do something, and uh, you can talk to them, and they'll say, "Well, you didn't do that. Um, that's not true." Here's another example. Let's just say that uh, a, a man and a wife are at home, and let's say the man tries to do something really sweet and mop the floor for his wife, and um, she comes in and she looks at it and she goes. You don't need to be mopping. You don't know how to mop. You're no good at mopping. Uh, every time you mop, the floor's always dirty. Here, let me have that mop. I'm going to have to mop. So it, it makes the husband feel like, well, I, I'm just no good. I, I can't even mop. That's it. That's true. And and if if a man and woman, you know, uh, if a man tries to help his wife, she'll criticize him and say, that's not right. You don't do it this way. Just get out of here and let me do it. Absolutely. And another thing that gaslighters do, another technique, you know, you could be um, in your own room, just minding your own business, doing nothing. They come in the room and they start talking to you about something and they pick this argument with you and then they put the hurt on you and pretend like that you started this argument and then they walk off because number one, they want you to feel like you started the argument and ran them away. And number two, they want to make you feel abandoned and because when they make you feel those feelings of abandonment, they, it makes them feel big and tough, and, and they try to make you feel small and weak. Yes, that's exactly right. And when, when they keep on doing that to you, you should just walk away and don't have anything to do with them. That's exactly right. And here's another thing. You know, gaslighters, they want you to become codependent upon them. They want you to believe that you cannot do anything without them. Yes, that's true. And anything and everything you do is not right. They'll criticize you and just make you feel awful. Yes, they will also uh, make you believe that you've said things that you didn't say, done things you've not done, or they'll pretend like they didn't do the things that you talked to them about, like it never happened. You're seeing things, you're hearing things. You know, they, they actually make people doubt their sanity. But what they do is they try to get their victim really dependent upon them. And and here's something else they do. They, they'll come in that room, like I said, and when they when they walk out and just leave you feeling abandoned, see, their job is done. They feel like, well, you know, I've, I've made them feel lonely. And then uh, another tactic they use is if you've been confiding in them because you love them and you feel comfortable with this person because you think they're your friend or it's your husband or wife or whatever, what they do is they take any information that you have given them and they will use that to pull out on you when they're trying to hurt you and put you down. Like you may have told them in the past that uh, 
maybe your dad used to be uh, hard on you because he didn't think you were very responsible. So then the gaslighter will say something like this in the middle of an argument. Even your father didn't think you had much responsibility in your bones. Yes, that's exactly how they operate. And if, you know, they'll keep on on until they just destroy you and then they'll walk off. Yeah, so what they do is I call it uh, information is ammunition. I write about this in my Blue Ridge Moments book, Volume 1. I talk about the fact that people will take the information that you give them, and they will shoot you with your own bullets. So I believe when you give people personal information about yourself, you're literally giving them ammunition to use it against you when things are not going well in the relationship. So I think sometimes it's really best to keep a healthy sense of privacy. Yeah, I've always uh, kept privacy. I never did want anyone to know uh, about my life and everything because it's none of their business. And uh, I just won't uh, tell them nothing. Because <laughs> it's none of their business. That's exactly right, Mom. Mom, you go, girl. I tell you one thing. You are something else, lady. You cracked me up. But, you know, the reason I wanted to talk about this topic is because it is so important. There are people right now that get gaslit day in and day out, and they don't even know that they're being gaslit. It's happened so long, it's become normal. Have you ever seen, like, somebody get kidnapped, and and then the rescuers come, and they untie the victim? And even though the victim's been untied, they've been with that captor so long that you have to tell them, come on, let's go, you're free. It's almost like they're afraid to move because they've had this, even though it wasn't a healthy relationship, they had this emotional bond with their captor, and it's hard for them to leave. Yeah, they just don't understand, you know, where they should leave or just stay there. You know, they're they're scared. That's right. So I think this topic is so important for so many people because – not only do people get gaslit in their personal relationships, but it happens in business too. You know, there can be people, there's some there's some really great people in the world, but there's also some people that are very toxic and nasty and they're ungodly. And uh, the best thing that you can do is cut your ties with these people. Do not continue because they will never change. The only thing that's going to make gaslighting stop is for you to go away because you can stop it if you're not there. I had a friend that uh, her husband used to gaslight her so bad, and he would embarrass her. And she decided that, hey, from now on, I'm not having friends at my house anymore because guess what? If I don't have my friends there, he can't gaslight my friends, you know? So if I if I don't have any friends over, my husband can't embarrass me. So the way she survived with her friends and having friends is to have them somewhere else, meet them at a restaurant or go to their house. But she totally kept her friends from her husband so that he would not gaslight her in front of them and embarrass her. Yes, I know that to happen. So that's what you have to do. You just have to stay away from them and not have no use for them. I've seen people in restaurants before, couples, and one of the couple, one of the people in the couple, what they will do is, is they will embarrass the person that's with them so bad in that restaurant that the other person doesn't even want to be there. I mean, it can be anything from uh, talking too much to the waitress, like making jokes about the other person, to um, talking about what kind of tip should they get. I mean, there's just 
a gaslighter will pick any subject. I don't care what it's about. They will try their best to. Uh, it's it's almost like a it's a form of emotional abuse. Um, it's a form of bullying someone. And it really beats people down to where they lose their self-esteem, their self-confidence. They um, they try their best to get out of it, but they don't understand that this person's got so much control. And this manipulating gaslighter also tries to isolate their victim from their family and friends. They will literally try to keep you away from people that love you so that they can work on you and really bring you down further. And don't want their family to find out what he's doing. And then there's a couple in a restaurant uh, one time, and uh, the husband was flirting with the waitress and saying all things, kinds of things to her, and that was embarrassing for the other for his wife. Absolutely, Mom. I've seen this happen with men, women. They both do it. You know, gaslighters can be men. They can be women. It's any kind of person. And sometimes people that gaslight are people that you would never expect to be that way. Yes, it is. It's hard to, you know, if you don't pay close attention, it's hard to catch one of them. I'll tell you what, gaslighters, these narcissistic people, they're very charming. So in the beginning, they will like really charm you. Like you will just think they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. And then boy, oh boy, it might take six months, a year, one month, however long it takes and then that's when the trouble starts. Oh yes, they they're really slick. They they just you know butter up to you and you know be nice to you and all that. And they're just waiting for their chance to do that. Yes, and then when they start gaslighting you on a regular basis, then they feel like they've got control over you, and it it gives them empowerment. And it's also their way of putting their anxiety and depression off on their victim. Yes, that's exactly what they do. So the reason I wanted to talk about this today is I hope that someone will listen to this, and I hope that they will do more research and learn more about this topic, because I've only touched this topic today with my mom very briefly, but it happens. It's scary. It is sad. It's destructive. It's toxic. I, I literally have known of people I've had patients, psychiatric patients, that's come to see me for medication counseling, and they literally had a breakdown because they had been involved in a relationship where they were being gaslit constantly. Yes, they sure was, and and you you really helped those people. You know, only strong strong people that are uh, that are strong people that are really self confident and they have integrity. Uh, and self-respect, those are the kind of people that can usually save themselves and get out of the relationship, whether it's a friendship or a marriage or, or just somebody you're dating. But strong people can get out of it most of the time and be okay, but they've still got damage done. And it takes a long time to heal from that because you feel like you're just a wounded animal. You've just been wounded so long and you know, you just it just takes so much time to, to to feel like you can get out from under that dark, toxic cloud and smile and be happy and live your life and break those chains free. Oh yeah, that's that's exactly what to do. And just don't let them uh, just don't let them do that to you. You know, something I always would think if if I were someone in that situation is, would my parents approve of 
the way that I'm being treated in this relationship? That's a good question to ask yourself. And if you don't have parents, uh, you never knew your parents, then think about someone that raised you or helped raise you. Would that person approve of the way this person that I'm with is treating me? Oh, I'm sure that if they would not uh, uh, appreciate the way that that she does. Absolutely. So when um, when someone is really just gaslighting you, you're never going to win the argument. You might as well not try. There are actually people that have spent a whole evening or a weekend trying to write a note or a letter to make that gaslighter understand that whatever they said didn't happen really happened. The truth of the matter is they're wasting their time because the gaslighter already knows what the reality it was. They know what happened. They just want their victim to doubt themselves. But the poor victim, they keep thinking, oh, I've got to prove to them that that wasn't how it was. And, you know, it just makes me so sad to see people in that kind of an emotional state. What they really need to do is talk with their family and friends, maybe get a therapist and get out of that relationship. Do not spend any more time with a gaslighter. You're wasting your precious life. Yes, you are. And the best thing to do is go and just never look back. I agree. Uh, you know, send them a text that says, goodbye, gaslighter. That's exactly what I do. This makes me think of a Bible verse. Um, it's Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. A cheerful heart is good medicine. But a crushed spirit dries up the bones. That is so beautiful. It is. And, you know, that's what gaslighters do. They really try to crush your spirit. And um, you've got to remain strong in your faith and you pray and you ask God for guidance to get out of this gaslighting relationship, whether it's your friend, a family member, or a spouse. You have to cut your ties. You have to get out of it. If you don't, it will bring you down. Yes, it will. And just just ask God to help you and just keep him in your prayers and and he'll help you. Mother, I want you to know, uh, I, I don't know if I did a very good job trying to explain this to people today, but I will say this. I'm so glad that we talked about this topic. I hope it will inspire people to learn more about it so that they can recognize it and find out if it's happening to them or someone they love and really study it and find out how to get help, and what tactics are being used on them, and find a way to get out of that situation. Yes, I do too, and I think that's that's the cause of so many divorces and things is the, that gaslighting. You know, Mom, before we close this podcast, I've got to tell you something really important. Did you know that I actually wrote a song about gaslighting? Yes, I do, I, and it's a beautiful song. Well, I have not... Uh, released this song, but I wrote it and it's copywritten. The name of the song is called Gaslight Crazy Baby. Yes, it, and it tells, you know, a lot, it will help a lot of people understand what that is. It says something like, Gaslight Crazy Baby, you're driving me insane, and honey, you just ain't nice. Oh, yeah, you, you're good at making up all that stuff. I love writing songs, but anyway. Uh, that's how important gaslighting the topic is to me to help other people. I wrote a song about it, and uh, I'll let you guys know when the song is released. I'm going to be doing an album, uh, hopefully this fall. If if not, it'll be next year. But uh, I've got plenty of songs for it. I just got to get my studio time down and get it worked out with my producer. But anyway, 
Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast about gaslighting, and I hope it helps someone. And Mom, I want to thank you for the time together. Um, I'd like to say a prayer. Okay, I'd love for you to. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this fellowship I've had with my mother tonight. We didn't plan what we're talking about, and we didn't even plan what we were going to say about gaslighting. Father, I, I just pray and ask that our podcast tonight about gaslighting, the emotional abuse that people endure, that what we talked about tonight will help other people. Father, we ask that you put your loving arms around people that are victims of this kind of toxic behavior and help them see that there's a better way to live your life. And when you're out of these toxic relationships, you're more free, you're not in prison anymore, and you're free to go out and serve the Lord better. Father, we thank you for the precious gift of love, which is your son, Jesus Christ, that died on the cross to save the world from all their sins, past, present, and future. We thank you for every blessing, every miracle. Father, we thank you for the opportunity that you give mom and me to be able to help talk to people, hoping that we touch their hearts, hoping that maybe we've sparked and said something that sparked a thought in someone's mind that will help them in their life and in their future as well. And Father, we just thank you for all these things that you do for us. So we thank you and we ask you for all these things in your precious son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Hey, hallelujah. I love your big amens. Well, mom, thank you again for the podcast. I look forward to our next one. I love you so much. God bless you and bye for now. God bless you and I'll see you later. And I love you with all my heart and bye for now.